We are so sorry. I know you were anxiously awaiting our return, and then it never happened. In fact, we even told you we were going to have an episode, and we didn't. And we didn't. Yeah. We lied to you, and that's unacceptable. Yeah. Um, but it was a stellar prank on our part. I know. Did yeah. you fall for it? Let us know in the comments. <laughs> yes. All of our millions of listeners yeah. were like, where is the pod this week? We need to start a Twitter so that people can at us directly. At yeah. the pod. Where are Just you? Just my mom being like... Yeah. <laughs> our, both of our respective mothers... Where's the pod? My mom doesn't even listen to our podcast. I know this for a fact because she doesn't tell me anything about it. Yeah, I, I have to say that I think I'm in the same boat. I don't get any feedback. I send it to her. I'll be like, listen yeah, this week. Is. And she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> That's that. What happened to, like, unconditional support, mothers? Yeah. Well, this our- is a call post for our moms. Where are you? Yeah. Where did you come from? Where did you go? No! No. <laughs> it's too early in the day. Uh, it is 11.27 uh, a.m. And that is a very true statement. Too, too early in the day. It's way too early in the day. <laughs> are you going to intro us? Yeah. Maisie, <laughs> how are your weeks? Um, excuse me. <laughs> the welcome to the Two Pieces of Podcast. Oh, oh wait. I'm going to intro us now. And... Here we go. Welcome to Two Peas in a Podcast, a podcast that's two-part piece, one-part pod, and all parts figuring it out. And boy, am I having trouble figuring it out today. Today is one of those days where we will be figuring it out, in fact. Maisie, how are your weeks? My weeks combined. I can't remember the one that was... Okay, steal my line. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I should I, go. I would love to say that I could, but I just don't really remember that far back. <laughs> I'm normally so good about this. I'm so sad. Here but this are. week has been pretty good. Um, one of my friends from high school that goes to USC came up. For, for the not game. Not for the game. No, it's for the game. Uh, see, that's what we all thought. We kept asking her, like, so are you going to the game? And she was furious. She was oh. like... I'm so offended that you think I would be the kind of person to go to the game. Like, obviously not. But then her dad texted her and was like, send us pictures from the bleachers. (laughs) And she was like, well, clearly it's on me. I must have made it seem like I was going to the game. Um, Something about this. Something about me as a person. Um, Yeah, but she's here. That was fun. Um... I had a lot of midterms, but they're done now, what? which feels great. Yeah. yeah. For like a week and a half until we get finals. Yes. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I have no concept of time. That's, I can't fact I think that's right, though, that. because Thanksgiving is in one week, which yeah. is the other exciting thing, yeah. that we're crawling closer to a break. Yeah. Not that's very nice. a great big one, but a but, break nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a decent chunk. Yeah, like an extra. It's honestly less time off than the power outages, though. Yes, yeah. I didn't think about that until right now, this Uh, very second. How was your week? Um, I'm going to think really hard before I answer this question. Okay. Because it would be easy to say, I simply don't remember. And that's true. 
I will say my okay. I know my weeks can be characterized by one. Um, my weeks can be characterized by one emotion, and that emotion is uh, panic and terror. Oh, that's two. Dang. See, we've already failed this episode. <laughs> we already. The episode will be called Panic and Terror. <laughs> um, I've been incredibly stressed, and I'm so behind. <laughs> but um, this is Are a you week. flex your vocal skills right there. I get <laughs> it. I get it. She's like, um, did you guys know that I sing in our broadcast intro? Um, wow, she can do it all. Um, yeah, I've been really upset the last two weeks. <laughs> I have a lot of... <coughs> Ooh choked a bit. Wow, this week is off to a great start. Wow. We're apologies all around. Uh, yeah, it's been a hard couple of weeks, um, such as the end of the semester, um, but we're powering through. Um, we'll see how uh, it all culminates in the end. Speaking of seeing how things culminate in the end, folks, I have to tell you, this week we're doing something very special. This week we're doing a split pea soup episode which means yes me and Maisie do not agree and what is it that we don't agree on Maisie we do not agree on Game of Thrones um (laughs) I'm realizing my segue wasn't as intuitive as I thought it was it it was if we didn't have to explain the concept of the episode because it's a special edition but yeah we can we can walk it back. We the segue it. was that we're trying to see how things end, <laughs> and then Game of Thrones ended poorly. Yeah, poor ending. So so it works. Yeah, guys. do you get it? Do you, we're pausing for laughter. Yeah, we're pausing, pausing for realizations. We realizations. Okay, great. And break. Okay. Um, <laughs> Game of Thrones, the cultural behemoth that has taken. Western and international, even television by storm. I don't know if that's true. I can't fact check. I don't know. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I think. Um, I think Game of Thrones is a pretty global phenomenon. I, yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the word the words I was looking global? for. Global. Global. Not phenomenon. Western and international. <laughs> I. Yeah. Western and international and everything in between. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Ooh, another episode title. <laughs> Western, international, and everything in between. Um. um yeah. Um. Let's let's. Get our little butts over to the mythical land of Westeros. Talk about this show. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I started watching Game of Thrones when I was 14, maybe 15. It was a little young. I'll admit that. My parents (laughs) didn't have a good, didn't have the greatest filter on what I should be allowed to watch. They, you know, they fast forwarded some stuff. I want to give them credit where credit is due. And we appreciate Um, that. Yeah, but they would they would never fast forward anything that would like jeopardize the narrative of the story. How would they know? Would they because they had before? already seen the first couple seasons. Oh. They had already seen like at this point. I started watching when like season four was about to air. Okay, and so it was like my mom being like, "Let's get caught up to where it is." And so okay. we spent the entire summer watching it. You and your mom. Yeah. Okay, and again, I just want to intercede here. Me and my mom also have a history of spending the summers watching series, full series. Yeah. And I'm not surprised, but yeah. let's not forget, even in the Split Pea Soup episode, we are still we are two peas in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we spent the entire summer watching it. I was the first episode. I was just like, wow, and then the next episode, I was just like, huh, and then, 
never stop. Just like a series of wow, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was horrible. And that's really seems like we got you hooked. It got me hooked. Just the pure. I mean, it's so it's such a shocking show. Mm -hmm. You know, there's really I feel like especially when you're first coming into like mature television. There's something really intense about Game of Thrones that, yeah. like, you get engrossed in because you've really never seen anything that dramatic. Um, but yeah, that was my, like, intro to Game of Thrones. What was your intro to not not doing it? Um, uh, there's been a weird trend with the people that I've dated liking Game of Thrones, and most of the people I've dated have been horrible people. Um, so that was mainly why I was like, no, I'm never going to be that person. I'm never going to be a Game of Thrones person. Um, and it was weird because it was also like, Game of Thrones started to work its way into my consciousness when I was around 16 also. Mm-hmm. Unsurprising. Um, and yeah. I was... But Each was, difference checks yeah. out. <laughs> Same time. Same time, maybe. But <laughs> it was the books. The people that I was dating at the time. <laughs> Don't tell my parents I wasn't allowed to date in high school. Um, <laughs> um, the people that I was you, you said that so quiet that I like have no doubt that it didn't even make it to the mic. Sorry, we're gonna walk this back one more time. I said, uh, don't tell my parents I wasn't allowed to date in high school. Um, but the people that I was romantically involved with, not dating, we'll say, in high school, all read the books, and I was like. That's a special type of person. It is. None of my parents or anyone that I know read the books. Oh, well. Until like halfway through, maybe, you know. But it was definitely not the the intro, wasn't the. Yeah. That's how it was for the people that I was interacting with. And I knew, like, then as time went on, like, I'd hear about these really violent, like, really sad, really heavy themes that were running very clearly through the entire series and at that point in my life I was very very like activist Mm -hmm. mindset of the ideology that like I'm not gonna consume any media that treats women or queer people or minority people badly Uh." and Game of Thrones happened to do all of those things so I was like no no never never uh uh-uh and then I never watched it. But even so, I was unable to avoid, like, understanding on some level what the show was about or being exposed to the things that were happening. Like, I was very aware of, like, like there's no way that I would be able to go through and not recognize, like, iconography of the show because it was just everywhere. Everybody was obsessed with Game of Thrones. And then I met my... <laughs> the best person I've ever dated. The person that I hope to marry one day. <laughs> Christina, hi baby, um, and she was also obsessed with Game of Thrones, and I'm not gonna lie, that almost <laughs> was a deal breaker. <laughs> I, oh my god, do you hear that? You heard it here first. <laughs> Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones was almost a deal breaker, yeah. Broke up. It was, um, I think the only reason why I wasn't affected, as affected by it, was I didn't know the extent of her, like, this isn't the right way to use this word, but, like, her fandom uh, involvement in the show. Actually, it is the right way to use that word. I, I came back around and fixed it in the end. Um, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Um, I didn't know about <laughs> how involved she was until a while after we had started dating. 
Um, which is unfortunate for me because I decided after our first date that I was doomed to fall in love mm-hmm. with her. I very much knew that was coming. If you don't know, um, Aria has a column about this. It's great. <laughs> I'll read it. My Please story do. Is beautiful. I was really upset when I was editing it. I was like, <laughs> okay, good for you. Like, okay, this was just big flex. Like, <laughs> and I will so never upsetting. stop flexing about it. Wow. wow, I'm so lucky. I would um, just like every. I want it on the record. I'll put myself. <laughs> in here (laughs) and say that I like I think that like you and your girlfriend are like my modern love like I just I think it's the most classic like love story I'm obsessed with it and I've never met Christina (laughs) it's upsetting and I tell her all the time you should meet Maisie. We were listening to Peapod on a road trip, and she was. I was like, you should meet Maisie. You two would get along. She's like, well, she's clearly very funny. Because she loved it. And so that's how you, you all know. You know, because if she did it, it would be a real problem. It would be a no <laughs> Four years later, I'd be like, I'm sorry, this isn't going to work. Can you imagine if she turned to you and said, I don't think your podcast is very funny? Oh, it would break my heart in two. Maybe three. Wow. Major <laughs> uh, detour from digression. our conversation. Christina, yeah, Game of Thrones. Christina loved Game of Thrones, and she had tried so desperately to get me into it. Um, I remember once she made me sit down and watch this episode. I think there was a. It might have been Battle of the Bastards. Actually, I don't really remember because I didn't know what was going on. Because <laughs> she made me watch an yeah. episode like in the middle. Of the <laughs> really season. not the way to do no, it. <laughs> I fell asleep. Uh, that was the first time she tried to get me to watch. And then she never got me, like, never tried again until the last season, mm-hmm. which everybody was upset about. The only episodes I've seen of Game of Thrones are that one that may or may not have been Battle of the Bastards, I'm not sure. And then the first episode of this season, the last season, and the last episode of the last season. <laughs> That's all I've ever seen. <laughs> so obviously I have a really comprehensive look at the series as a whole. Yeah, it's clear that <laughs> you're well informed. I am. I'm well versed in Game of Thrones lore. Uh, I might as well have written the books. <laughs> um, I, yeah, so I just never, I never wanted to be involved in it from the very beginning of my exposure to Game of Thrones, even to the end. Not even the woman that I love more than anything on this earth, sorry mom, love you too, um, could get me to watch this show. See, Seriously. I think I've been put in an unfair position because at the beginning of this, you were like, I was in an activist mindset where, like, I wasn't watching anything that was sexist or <laughs> racist. Or, like... And I'm like, well, I, on the other hand, was loving every second of it. Lag of minorities was definitely was one like, of the yes. wow moments. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime there was so, a minority on screen, was that was like a huh? huh? <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy! Oh someone, someone is gonna come get me <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> no, this is when we're our I, boom and listeners. I agree. Is gonna it's a very, it's a very problematic depiction of minorities, <laughs> and also just there are only white people. Yeah, just, and the. the there's the like reasoning behind that is so dumb. Yeah, and I think it 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 I didn't well cuz I started watching it when I was in high school and I like didn't really know what yeah. the to the extent what race politics mm-hmm. were. Mm-hmm. So it took me until like season 6 
to be like to be like oh Khaleesi's a white savior <laughs> uh oh that's what's happening <laughs> cool you know but at that point I was so in it already no, that's, that, yeah. the thing is is that I think I think as a com- like as a society or whatever <laughs> sorry um excuse me <laughs> Oh my god! No respect. Um, (laughs) Just kidding. Bless you. Are you okay? Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Your heart stops Stops when you. you I think that's a myth. I think it's true. (laughs) And if so, (laughs) I think it's true. And if so, I think that people should be saying "Welcome back" instead of um. Please give a small thumbs you. up in the middle of that. <laughs> I think people should be saying thumbs up, welcome back. Well, because you lived. You yeah. died, you're back now. Why wouldn't they then say, you lived? <laughs> Just like that. I think that's better. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> let's move on. No, I think that, like, as a society or whatever, we have to figure we out. We live in a society. We live in a society, and we have to figure out how to, like, watch people content that is problematic yeah and we've said it before and recognize yeah and recognize it's good while also critiquing is bad and i think the good of game of thrones is its story building Mm. because if it it is making a lot of really intense ideological arguments about race and gender and that is undeniable but the way it develops its characters and how complicated the stories are from the start and the like authenticity up until the last season when they yeah. started dropping the bottle and leaving water bottles and Starbucks cups yeah, in shots. How do you do that? It's such an intense, it's like a billion dollar show at this point. And it's one of those things where you can't even be like, someone got fired for that. It's like, the show was over. Yeah, no one got fired. <laughs> they no didn't even care. No one was looking hard enough, which is upsetting because D.B. Weiss and whatever the other guy's name is. David Benioff. Yeah, Benioff. They were just, they're doing the new Star Wars. Yeah. So you know they were like, oh, the new Star Wars? Okay. Can we wrap this up? Can we wrap Game of Thrones up? Because we we have something else to do. We gotta get out of here. Yeah, no. Can we make, you know, we're just gonna go, just shut off the lights when you're done. It's very evident that they stopped caring. But when they did care, the stories and the, like, world building was just something really, really beautiful. Like, it was in, it was just so intriguing. Like, you really got so involved. I think that's why so many people, like, have, like, fallen in love with this world. It's not because it's, like, a everything that's happening in it is awesome yeah. but because of the stories that are being told are being told with like such f- like fluid narrative whatever mm-hmm. that yeah because I don't think you would I don't think you could meet anyone who was like I'm glad that all those horrible things happened right. to those really nice people like yeah. you know I think everybody who watched it uh, mm. Not everybody. I can't speak for everybody. I don't have that much faith in humanity that right, some people right. were watching oh. it being like, yes, yes! Let's return to when women didn't have rights. Oh, we're going to have violence against women. I'm sure yeah. those people exist. But yeah. I also think that the like more informed audiences 
Those Saw people will definitely exist. Sorry to cut you off, but it just... No, please do. No, I just remembered viscerally speaking to someone not long ago. It was a man, a white man, who said that the Red Wedding episode was his favorite. So those people exist. Okay, but was he, he not to defend the white man? Oh. This is... In, oh. The entire premise of this episode is Maisie defending the white man. That sucks. <laughs> Another episode title, Maisie defending the white man. I'm just gonna call myself out on this one. It's not going great. <laughs> <laughs> I think if this is a competition, I'm losing. But also winning. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what the parameters are. I guess... Because you haven't seen the red no, wedding, I and you know you know about it though because it's it. infamous. Yeah, but it was an amazing episode. Okay, and the issue was is it's not like we were all like, yeah, I'm so happy that all those people got got. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, got got. I'm oh a genius. God. I'm so happy all those people. <laughs> I think I'm back on top. Got again. You're just spitting out yeah. the episode titles. <laughs> we're gonna have so many to choose from. This is going to be all of them, actually. The longest episode title, Non Demand. Non Demand. Non Demand. Now I'm losing. Um, <laughs> no, it's because you didn't anticipate any of that. Like, mm. it was so heartbreaking. You, you hate to see it. You hate to see you it. Hate it. You hate to see it. Because <laughs> it's like... Th- in the when it happens, you've had a lot of success for the Stark family. Right. It's all these things coming to fruition. Arya's finally about to get back to her mom. You know, Rob Stark is has his marriage and is also getting his alliance with this other person. Mm-hmm. Like he's had the best of both worlds. The mom is like finally avenging her like family, mm-hmm. and then they just all get. God, it sucks, but it's also, like, the, you see the conspiracy start to slowly build, Mm -hmm. but in a way that you are not signaled in. It's not like you know what's going to happen. You just know that something's off. And I think that the way they executed that, along with all the other stuff that's happening in King's Landing, is, like, really impressive. Um, But I'm not, like... I feel like that's the that's the issue with shows like this is that there are the people that are like this narrative is incredible and sad and like we'd hate to see that happening now. Yeah. And then there are pe- the people that are like the values that these problematic characters depict are something I see in or like I value yeah and that's when yeah. you get to a point where it's like Ooh. yeah Ooh. I feel like definitely Game of Thrones could have been a more careful um right like content which it I think is fair been, to say about like any form of media yeah honestly especially Game of Thrones yeah <laughs> <laughs> anything but mostly Game of mostly Thrones <laughs> um fun anecdote Speaking of the Red Wedding, which I brought up, which I did not bring up to tell this story, but it, uh, when I was in London, when I was studying abroad in London this summer, which is what I did, I studied abroad in London. Um, did you hear that? I did study abroad. abroad in London, yeah. When I was there... Hello, governor. Is that Hello, governor. Is that, is that? <laughs> they did say that on the streets. Did they say that? Every day. All the time. Yeah, constantly. At least three times a day you heard Hello, governor. Mostly six. Mostly oh, six. Mostly yeah. six. A lot around tea time. You were... Okay. <laughs> I never 
had actual traditional teeth. Biscuits and crumpets. I know, it's really sad. Uh, Did you guys like this detour? I'm so sorry uh, to our our British listeners. At some point, we need, like, a choose-your-own-adventure version of this. Oh, yeah. What tangent are you going to get? We're like, do you want no tangent? Do you want us to just get to the point? Like, the Hulu, like, which ad experience would you prefer? Yeah. Yeah. Coming up next, everyone. We'll figure it out. But... They had this drink at this bar called called mm, called World's End. Mm. It's like a bar. It's yeah, like a bar. Yeah. and they had this drink I, called. I the, <laughs> they had this drink called the Red Wedding, and it was really good. Is that the whole? That's the whole that's story. The whole story. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Game of Thrones did do something right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that. I think there's a reason that Game of Thrones is now becoming a, like, scholarly thing Mm -hmm. to, like, look at. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are classes in so many different schools, like, colleges that are devoted to... I mean, the TV writing class here is, like, a class that before before the show ended Mm -hmm. had its students write specs for Game of Thrones, and it's because it, it, it is... Learning how to write a narrative that is structured like Game of Thrones is learning how to write a good story yeah. because of the way that they built the narratives, I think. But I also completely agree that like a lot of the like cultural arguments it makes sometimes don't land right. Yeah. And they had an opportunity to redeem themselves. That's my biggest problem with the ending of the show mm-hmm. is that it was this constant build up to where like strong women were going to get their, like, place, you know, and reclaim their territory, Mm -hmm. and men were going to be taken down, and minorities were going to be freed, and it was, like, this really exciting thing to see, and then at the very end, they ditched something that they built for six seasons, really beautifully, or seven. Mm -hmm. They, you know, and then they just were like, let's have the woman be hysterical, like, have, mm-hmm. like, Lena Headey, what's her, seriously, do yeah. it. No, I literally not- <laughs> dare you to sneeze right I now. It's I not dare coming. you to interrupt me and sneeze right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> it didn't come, it didn't come. I cannot believe that. <laughs> Even the face. Oh, I just sneeze. think that that's, like, such a bummer. Mm-hmm. Because then it, it, it had the, I think when the show was airing, it had this middle ground where it was in limbo. And it was, like, will it, like subscribe to what you were saying the yeah. sexist racist arguments that it seems to be making at the beginning or that it acknowledges at the beginning with its like racial politics mm-hmm. and gender politics or will it then like subvert those and break free and it played this back and forth with those two things where you were like it seems like they're gonna subvert it but also they kind of are playing into it mm-hmm. and then they chose to play into it at the very end yeah. and that was what sucked because it was like I dedicated so much time to this yeah only to have my worst fears realize that you guys suck like yeah. no really yeah and that's that's kind of and that's another thing that like sucks like I will never watch Game of Thrones because I know it ends terribly which yeah you know, it's probably the case for many people. So there's, there's, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, but I think, you know, that's... But there is still validity in the early seasons, and there's a reason that it reached the status that it did. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think, yeah, I don't know what to, I don't know whether or not I should advise people to watch it. I think you should mm-hmm. to understand a cultural phenomenon yeah. that happened, because there was nothing like that with streaming services specifically 
it was at the dawn of this whole streaming service system and watching a show like that I think tells us a lot about where we were Mm -hmm. as a culture yeah um but yeah I do think that there's definitely you shouldn't watch it with an uncritical eye yeah is that a word yeah yeah Yeah, an uncritical eye yeah well with that you have your endorsement from one Maisie Menzies and your um unendorsed and your boo from Ariane boo from me (laughs) um I hope you enjoyed this episode of uh two peas in a podcast split pea soup edition don't worry there will be more we just have to figure out what they are yeah we had a hard time figuring out what we disagreed on (laughs) it took us forever it really did this was lucky. We kept texting people being like, we kept texting each other, people, being like, <laughs> we are people. Yeah. <laughs> being like, do you like mom yet? Hoping that the other one would say no. Yeah. And then they were like, I love it. And then we'd just be like, God, yes. it's so frustrating to be so similar. It is. But there I was one really, what was the like, funny one? I asked you if you liked it and I, and we, I really expected you not to. And then you did. Harry Potter. Was it oh, Harry Potter? I was, yeah, I was yeah. infuriated by you <laughs> daring to ask me that. I've been asking, I'm going to put this on the record too. I've been asking my mom to give me a Harry Potter Christmas for years. I just want those like <laughs> tiny individual pies that they have at the Weasley house. Yeah, yeah. That's all I have ever wanted. I literally don't want a single gift. I just want individual pies. Um, I haven't yet. I have received zero Harry Potter Christmas. No, so I need everyone to stay tuned for our upcoming episode, a Harry Potter Christmas. Please, everybody, email my mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another week of the Pea Pod. Um, it's been lovely. Bye. See you next time. Yeah. Bye. bye.